Hi folks, welcome to the Rossi's Live Life Well podcast episode six. I'm Liam Killington and as ever I'm joined by Sophia Pell. So how are you doing? Hi Liam and good evening to you. How are you? I'm really good. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm really good as well, thank you. Um, how's your week been? It's been it's been a good week. It was it's my birthday on Monday. It was my birthday on Monday rather. So I've kind of had a bit of a birthday week of nothing massively exciting because I still can't really do anything massively exciting. But uh, yeah, I've had a really good time. Um, yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right. Well, happy birthday for Monday. Thank you very much indeed. I won't ask how old because it's rude to ask. No, don't. Question. Don't ask me that. <laughs> Doesn't count when it's locked down anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's a bit <laughs> unfortunate to have a lockdown birthday, really, isn't it? You can't do a lot. No, but it, the, when the weather's been so good all week, especially, I don't know what day it was, was it, where are we, Sunday today? Was it the Friday that was really, really hot? Was it Saturday? I can't remember now. Was it Wednesday, Thursday? Thursday were amazing. It was really hot, weren't they? Mm. It's been really lovely all week, and I really like hot weather, so I've been proper enjoying it. Fantastic. So you can, <laughs> can pretend you've had a week's holiday, eh, for your birthday? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool so i just wanted to thank everyone who listened to our last podcast um where we were joined by david leeper and he gave us a little bit of an insight into moving house during during lockdown and also how he's been coping and his team's been coping um being in the nhs as well so if you haven't listened to that just make sure you go back and have a listen because it was a really good one as Absolutely. well on this one we are going to be talking about the components of fitness something we should both know quite a bit about safe really <laughs> yeah that's right well we thought we'd talk about something that's really talking shop so what we do what we talk about when we're actually doing our job which we're you know, clearly not at the moment um yeah but i thought it'd i don't know nice if i can remember it all <laughs> it's, been, so <laughs> it's long. been a while it's been a while mm. <laughs> i've just been doing grapevines for the last 14 weeks amongst many many other moves rather than actually talking one-on-one with clients about fitness so but it'll be nice to kind of just move back into the basics of fitness and why we do um the different types of training that we do whether it's um outside boot camp based class based or gym based and hopefully at some point in the near future we'll be able to get back to gym based obviously the government have not allowed us to open yet so we're waiting on that very disappointedly aren't we Liam? Yeah, we we were well. The whole of the industry really was working to the whole of the fitness industry was working towards the fourth of July, um, and yeah. everything we were being told was that that was when it was going to happen. And obviously, the government have said indoor gyms at the moment are still still need to be closed. Um, so for everyone listening, um, we're we're very much just working with with what the government are telling us. Um, so at the moment, it's it's we have to stay closed and, until we're allowed to open. Um, so it's very difficult to say when that is until we've been been given guidance. Um, on the flip side, it's really good for everybody. I think that, that kind of lockdown is officially over, I think, on the 4th of July, isn't it? So, um, yeah. you know, with so many other things opening up, um, you know, hopefully it'll give people a little bit more freedom and kind of just hope and pray that we don't see that second spike that, that they're talking about. No, it's looking good at the moment, I think, isn't it? We are, we are getting there. It's been a really long tunnel. <laughs> especially for the leisure industry but i think we are coming towards the end of it now which is it's crazy how long it's been and it's crazy how bizarre it all feels but uh, it'd be nice to actually get back to some not that it'll be normal when we get back to work it'll be it'll be very different still for for a good while but at least we'll be able to see people again and have the gym open and actually get back to work yeah that'll be great i can't wait can't wait it's been Same. too long now 
<laughs> so, yeah. so <laughs> fitness. Uh-huh. <laughs> we haven't spoken about it, certainly not on the gym floor for a long time. Um, no. Just tell us what fitness is at the moment. What's the definition? <laughs> have you forgotten, Liam? Okay, well, yeah, I have, yeah, if you could just remind me. <laughs> Talking about the components of fitness, and um, the components of fitness can be looked at in very different ways. This is kind of one way to look at the different parts of fitness, generally speaking, and it can be um, shrunk down and vastly expanded. There's no right or wrong within fitness, which is the fun thing. So there's just more and more information to learn about it all the time. But generally speaking, um most of the time fitness professionals will talk about five um components of fitness you've got cardiovascular endurance you've got muscular strength and you've got muscular endurance flexibility and body composition body composition uh, is is a fairly recent one i think to be included in that components of fitness i think donkeys years ago when i did my diploma in personal training Body composition wasn't on there. I don't know if you remember the same when uh, you did yours. It, it, it certainly wasn't in mine either. No, no I, I don't remember that at all. So That's researching sort of new edition. Exactly, researching kind of the the recent way that people categorise the different parts of fitness. That's actually you know quite relevant, which surprised me doing my um, recent research into it. Um, to some extent, most of our listeners will understand what cardiovascular endurance means, etc., muscular strength, but we will just expand on that a little bit and give you some definitions as well, which I'm going to do right now and get the sciencey bits out of the way and then we can have fun <laughs> discussing them further. So cardiovascular endurance, often called cardio in the gym, it's technically speaking the ability of the heart and lungs to work together to provide the needed oxygen and fuel to the body during sustained workloads. So, for example, jogging, so the treadmill, biking, swimming, that kind of thing. So any aerobic work, that's what we're talking about. And uh, things like the, the Cooper Run has been used um, in the past most often to test cardiovascular endurance. So that's kind of heart and lungs fitness, which is really, really important to, to everyone. And sometimes neglected by, um, there's, there's always, there's different types of people in the gym and different types of people will neglect one or another area. And our listeners will probably relate to that and oh yeah that's the part i really like doing but i kind of forget about the other parts we all have a weakness which we'll get into with uh, between you and me and <laughs> which we like to do and which we like to avoid as well so that's your cardiovascular endurance muscular strength that's the amount of force a muscle can produce so you're talking your weight training you're talking your bench press leg press bicep curls and the push-up test has been most often used to test muscular strength so there's a lot of our listeners are probably going, yep, that's the one I like to do. So, uh, weight training is huge at the moment. I think it's been a really popular uh, part of training in the gym, hasn't it, for the last... Yeah, yeah, maybe, for sure. Maybe five years or so. Um, really great for strength. And we'll go into kind of the benefits of that and all the different components in a moment as well. But along with muscular strength, similarly, um, you've got muscular endurance. So that's the ability of the muscles to perform continuously without fatiguing. So examples, you're back into your aerobic capacity a little bit here. So cycling, step machines, elliptical cross trainers, and the sit-up test can be used for that. So that's kind of a crossover between the two, muscular mm. strength and mus- muscular endurance. And they all kind of tie in and those energy systems really do cross over. Um, other than that, you have your flexibility. That's How my favourite. I know. How often is flexibility <laughs> avoided in the gym, especially on the gym floor? So most of you all know what um, flexibility means, but our definition of it here is the ability of each joint to move through the average range of motion for a specific joint. 
so examples for stretching individual muscles to perform certain functional movements such as the lunge and the sit and reach test do you remember the sit and reach test we used to have on the old fitness i remember the sit and reach yes (laughs) you were rubbish at that weren't you (laughs) yeah and i'd still be rubbish at it now (laughs) (laughs) my flexibility's got better since i've been teaching classes like uh, fitness yoga um but i'm not the bendiest person in the world by any manner of means and then lastly we've got our body composition which again that's something that i think has fairly recently been put into a category like um the co- a component of fitness uh, and it literally means the amount of fat mass compared to lean muscle mass bone and organs so it can be measured underwater with weighing it can be uh, skin fold readings with those horrible calipers I remember having to do that on my diploma of personal training and I hated having that done. We very rarely use calipers now in the industry, I think, do we? Yeah, it's always good fun to just pinch someone a little bit too hard as well when you do the skin fold test. <laughs> so basically, you have to grab the person's skin four different sites and then add up all those centimetres. So it's, it's not a pleasant way of doing it. And we've got bioelectrical impedance at the gym at Rossi's Company, which we use, which is quite... The body stamp machine. Yeah, yeah the, the, the skin fold test was never that accurate in the um you know it was really open to user error and if you gripped a bit too much um you know you could get you could get too much skin you could get a little bit of muscle you you couldn't quite always get the right measurement um whereas with the um bioelectrical impedance with the body stat um that's way more accurate way way more accurate yeah, underwater weighing is considered the gold standard for that, but it's really, yeah. really expensive because you have you can't just stick them in a swimming pool and do something with them. You have to have that whole big machine, don't you? Um, so it's, it's unlikely that anyone that doesn't really matter to get it that exactly. Most of the time, you look in the mirror, you have a vague idea of your body fat, not so much visceral fat around your organs, but you have a vague idea. So there you go, folks. That's the, the five components of fitness most considered by uh, fitness professionals today so we're going to touch on all the benefits and recommendations on those five categories today i think we spoke about this a little bit the other day so and when we had a chat about the subject Um, Mm. and i really feel that balance should be in there as well Um, i agree i do i think maybe balance on its own or balance and proprioception so the awareness of your body in time and space i think i think that's really uh, possibly i think more important than body composition to be honest, because yes. I don't think body composition necessarily affects your fitness. It might affect your health. If you're very underweight or overweight, that can obviously affect your health. But I don't think generally body fat really affects your fitness. And I think we do get hung up on that because you can mm. be quite lean, but not very fit at all. And we often see this with uh, people that get into bodybuilding and that kind of aesthetic competition where you need to achieve a certain look. By the time those people reach competition level of look, they're, they're weak as a kitten and they're not at the strongest of their game at all. But someone carrying usually a little bit more body fat than, a, a, I mean, I'd never be a bodybuilder. I like my food and I like to drink too much to ever get my body fat down that low. It's just never going to happen. But I can perform well and I'm strong. And I think the industry is starting to move away from that obsession with body fat levels. So it'll be interesting to see in a few years if, body fat or, or um your body composition is going to still be in that category when you kind of google it and look at the standard the industry standard for that but yes i agree with you i think balance or balance and proprioception should be in there as well i think i think possibly a, a good thing for body composition being added is that 
hopefully it's a little bit of a step away from kind of the generalized BMI that, that, um, that tends to be used. Um, because you know, we, we say it all the time, body mass index. Yes. For the average person is a good indicator of their body composition and whether they're healthy. Um, but I guess the kind of standard example is, you know, you could have a, a rugby player who, if they're short, but fairly muscle bound, um, mm. would come in as obese. Exactly. Which is wrong. <laughs> so, so, and, and that then touches back on, on what you said a little earlier, you know, they could effectively be obese, but actually be incredibly fit at the same time. Absolutely. We've only got to look at uh, the world's strongest man and things like that. I'm pretty sure they've come out as overweight or have a relatively high body fat percentage. But they're the strongest people in the world. And there's a reason they, they hold on to that body fat because it helps them to, to stay as strong as they need to be, which is like superhuman. If you, I, I know you, you've watched a lot of strongman before and I've, I've quite mm. enjoyed it in the past as well. But you know, it's, aesthetics isn't everything. No, no, that's right. I, th I think what we'll kind of, you know, talk about on this one as well is how fitness to have a very, to be very fit is actually quite difficult. Um, oh. Cause what you tend to find is people will concentrate on those different categories. Um, you know, you'll get people that say run a lot or cycle a lot, you know, who have got good cardiovascular endurance, but their muscular strength might not be very, very good. Exactly. Um, you know, if they don't work on flexibility, I'm kind of describing myself here a little bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. in, in terms of overall fitness, you know, they might be very good in one area, but not necessarily good in all areas, if that Absolutely. makes sense. Life is all about balance, isn't it? And I think as, as a species, we're really, really rubbish at balance <laughs> in general. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, and like you just touched on there, you get your people in the gym, you'll get your cardio bunnies you get the people that are or, or not necessarily in the gym, but they'll just run or they'll just cycle. Mm. And, and they're like, I'm really fit because I have, you know, they will have great cardiovascular endurance, that component tick. But muscular strength, flexibility, hmm, may, may, maybe not so much. Um, and quite often I get the, the runners come to me to do fitness yoga or fitness pilates to kind of address that and get that better balance. And they actually find their performance with that cardiovascular endurance really, really improves, which is great. And then the other end of the scale, you have, um, it's, it's generally men, but I don't want to be stereotypical. <laughs> but a lot of people tend to head to the weights area, especially now that we know resistance training is so good for that body composition, for getting yes, the body fat absolutely. levels where you want to, even more useful than cardio, which is not how we thought of it 10 years ago. Did we? 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we were like, oh, we've got to get on the treadmill, burn the calories. Now we're like, now we've got to hit the weights to improve the metabolism. De depends who you term as we, because I think as, as, as fitness industry professionals, yeah. we probably would have said a similar, you know, yeah. we would have said oh, yeah. how people needed totally. to do. Um, but probably the kind of the general public would have, you know, you always got people coming in in January. I need to get on the cardio because yeah, exactly. I need to burn some calories um, because that yeah. was kind of the recognized way of doing it. That's but right. it's definitely shifted. It's definitely it has, shifted. It has. And that's why oh, and it's great that we've got more women into yes. weight training as well because women generally are the ones that want to lose weight when they come to the gym. Again, I'm, I'm generalizing and I, and I don't want to offend anyone, but that's just generally what we see in the gym. The women want to come in and go, I want to lose weight. Uh, I need to do cardio before I do any weights or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not weight training. I don't want to get big. 
<laughs> but that does happen much, much less now, which is great. And we get the yeah, girls yeah, absolutely. hitting the weights and getting strong and looking amazing, which is brilliant. That's a really, really good shift. I actually think social media has played a big part in that. Yeah, I um, agree. I, although, uh, you know, kind of social media generally is kind of perceived as negative. There are, you know, that's, that's a huge positive, you know. It is. It, it, it's shifted the way we think about things. And, and Yeah. Um, people post how they train and what they do and, 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 you know, you can see why it shifted that way, I guess. Yeah, and maybe it shifted possibly a little bit too far towards resistance training with it has huge benefits especially for women with with risk of osteoporosis and and things like that when you start to lose muscle mass resistance training reverses that and it not only does it keep your muscle strong and it and it keeps you looking good because it helps with the body composition and everything but you you fend off all these diseases and you keep that muscle mass you keep your metabolism ticking over it's so good for how you feel about yourself cannot sing the praises of resistance training enough and I couldn't be without it in my life in one form of or another um, but maybe we do veer away from the cardiovascular endurance side unless you've always got the people that fall in love with cardio and that's that's their love because they find that high with it and that runners your cyclists yeah. those are the people that go yeah I have to I have to go for a run and I've kind of found that myself during lockdown as well with for my head more than my body more than burning calories or anything like that or even trying to achieve a time or, or a speed I need to just pound the pavement and I can't even really describe what it is you just it gets you out of your headspace I think for some people resistance training does the same thing a weight session yeah. in the gym does the same for me it doesn't because with weight training I need to concentrate and I, I can't let my mind wander off whereas pounding the pavement I don't have to think about anything. It's just one foot in front of the other. It's very not complicated. I haven't got to count or think, oh, what am I doing next or anything like that. So that not having to concentrate. For me, cardio, endorphin-wise, that's, that's what really hits the spot for me. Uh, so, yeah, training-wise for myself, I probably do prefer cardio. How about yourself? You're a bit of a cardio bunny, aren't you? Yeah, I think probably my focus has shifted. Mm. over the years for me it was uh, and the reason why I started training in the first place is um I wanted I wanted to put on muscle um mm. and I think probably quite a lot of young guys are very similar yeah, yeah I started yeah, yeah. lifting weights when I was 14 um so for me the goal was I just wanted to get a bit bigger yeah um kind of to feel a bit better about myself and and that kind of you know flicked a switch really in my head and 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 I loved it it's what led me into the fitness industry um but I think as I've got older um i'd probably say appearance is now less important mm, yeah. um i kind of still need an aim i still need a goal whereas for me previously it was looking good and it was being strong i think now i tend to enter events and races and mm. and stuff like that and i and i think possibly like you just said so as i've got older i i feel i need that release mm -hmm. i need that headspace i need that time to almost be in my own head mm -hmm. um and i feel so much better when i come back from a run or a ride or, or whatever oh, it too. might be i could be the grumpiest person in the world go for a run i'm fine it just sort of fixes yeah. you completely instantly so my so my my focus really has shifted over the years um probably the one thing that has never been in there like we joked about earlier is flexibility <laughs> ah yeah um, flexibility yeah that's always an that's an interesting one because 
generally people that don't train for flexibility are the ones that really, really need to. Yeah, that's so right. I'll, absolutely. I'll get people go, oh, oh, I can't come to yoga. I'm really not flexible. And, that's, and to me, that's like saying I couldn't possibly eat. I'm really hungry. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. So if you, if you are inflexible, if you really struggle with your mobility or to, you struggle with anything like that, you need to do not necessarily yoga. It's not all about yoga, but developmental stretching. Yoga is the easiest way to get into it. And there's so many other benefits to it as well. And it doesn't have to be traditional yoga, uh, dogmatic or anything like that. No religion or, or anything, or even meditation attached to it. But like fitness yoga, like we have at Rossi's and like I've been teaching during lockdown um, online, just about the physiological benefits of it. And it really does help to improve your balance. Um, as well as your flexibility as well but yeah if, so if you if you feel like you're not very flexible just just take it on just do it and don't worry about what poses you can or you can't get into or what it's not about performing yoga is about discovering where your body is allowing it to be there and then just giving it permission to just go a little bit further and it might not happen for weeks but you'll get to a point where your body will have this epiphany and you'll suddenly be able to do a pose or a stretch that you haven't been able to do before so yeah fitness yoga would be my tip for that and just do it and even if even if it's just a minute on each stretch at the end of your gym workout put it in because it will improve everything else about your performance it's massively massively overlooked isn't it Liam? <laughs> it is indeed it is I indeed like i just... do do a little bit of yoga to be fair um and i i noticed the difference straight away um i think kind of i think everybody everybody who exercises even if you don't exercise can benefit from yoga um, if you think about the guys the guys who are lifting weights in the gym people who do run a lot people who cycle a lot even from an injury prevention point of view yoga is you know a great thing to do yeah absolutely. you know if you're not worried about being super flexible or being able to get into you know this pose or that pose just injury prevention is is mm. is a real reason to do it and that's certainly why i do it more so than than anything i think yeah yeah it, i, I t totally agree and uh yeah for me when i started i mean originally for me it was, it was lesnar's body balance i was teaching uh, and then uh, oh no was it fitness yoga i can't remember now and then and now it's fitness yoga which is a, a freestyle program which is great because it means i can choreograph it myself and use the music i want to and and do the focus i wanted back on friday night just gone my friday night masterclass was a fitness yoga flow which is a really fast one and man that was hot in that heat friday was definitely <laughs> yeah. the hot <laughs> friday was definitely the hottest day i'm remembering now because i can remember getting to that class thinking oh god how are we going to get through this <laughs> didn't have many people doing it with me live which did not surprise me because it's so hot <laughs> so hot however it's going to be cooler this coming week um, i know and i think i'd be sad about that <laughs> for a lot of people who and certainly for me um people might be quite surprised to hear this but i would actually feel quite uncomfortable coming to a yoga class mm. because I would be perceived as being an instructor, so I should automatically be able to do it. I should automatically be oh, super flexible. There's, and there's that's not necessarily the case. So if people feel like that and they think, mm. I, you know, I'm not too sure about going to a class, this is one of the benefits of lockdown. Do it online. If you're in the Facebook yeah. group, get Man, online, do it. do it. Give it exactly. a go in your front room because I'm absolutely certain people would love it. <laughs> totally, because you can swear at me, I'm not going to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I can feel it, I think, through the internet vibes. And people are going, for God's sake, so if I can't do 10 more seconds of this, <laughs> I'm, going to, 
I always love that in a real class when I've got people literally looking at me like, come on, say something else now, stop talking, let's move on. <laughs> but it's the perfect time to try anything like that. And even if you wanted to do just the first 20 minutes, you can switch your, uh, your, your TV off or your laptop or whatever device you're listening on. You can switch it off. You don't have to listen to me for the whole class. <laughs> I'm never going to know. I never know no, how many people are actually joining in or if they're just sitting there with a slice of cake and a coffee or a glass of wine. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely, trust. definitely You've got trust. give it a go. And I think yoga feels wrong before it feels right. But yeah, touching on the whole all women instructor, I should be automatically be good at this. I think uh, when we do things that isn't necessarily our strength, there's a lot of ego to swallow, isn't there? So I'm yeah, the same. Yeah. I'm the same these days in the weights room because I, I generally, if, I, if I'm weight training, it's, it's kind of body weight based or it's something like body pump and it's, it's high reps. But if I get in the gym, that's not the way I generally train now. So that's probably my weakest link. I think my, my muscular endurance is pretty good, but my muscular strength. But, and because it's become my weakness, I back away from it because we like to play yeah. to our strengths, don't we? We like to go on Indeed. that. So I'm good at that, so I'll do it. But you should always play to your weaknesses and always look at those weak links and, and do them. So, yeah, you need to stretch more. I need to lift more weights. Allow your weaknesses <laughs> to become your strengths. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. But, uh, yeah, muscular endurance, for me, because of the type of classes I train to teach, a lot of body conditioning and during lockdown as well, I've had to do a lot of thinking about the fact that people don't have a lot of equipment. So muscular strength and high, uh, low low rep, high weight training, I had to think about which way around for saying that then, um, it's quite difficult because not a lot of people have heavy weights in their house or big heavy things they can move around, you know, bar their children, which that's just not practical all the time. So if I just <laughs> lie there, going to bench press you 10 times, okay? <laughs> it's, not, it's not practical. So we've had to do a lot of endurance-based stuff and things like press-ups and squats that are body weight-based but I tell you what, my core strength has never been better because of doing all that kind of almost calisthenic kind of training with, with body weight. So loads of really strong core stuff. So that's where, that's where kind of my fitness has improved. Maybe muscular strength a little bit less, but core strength and that core endurance, yeah, that's, that's not bad. I'm not teaching as much yoga and I'm, I'm not training as much flexibility-wise as I should be. That's it's hard for me to motivate myself to do that at home for some reason. So that's probably not as good as it was before lockdown. And if you do any of my yoga online at the moment, you'll see me go, oh, my hamstrings are tight today. Oh, my hamstrings are tight today. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I have to shut up now because I keep saying that every class. But yes, my hamstrings are a little bit tight. How are yours? And I think people say, yes, mine, mine too. <laughs> Especially if you pick up, like you say, everyone's like, oh, we're going to go running through lockdown because we can now. We've got this especially if you live uh, if, if you live locally to here so you're north north of this beautiful countryside which we most of us have had this extra time to enjoy which has been definitely the case for me and i've gone oh my goodness it's lovely around here and i'd forgotten how nice it was do you know the amount of times i've done that is un, is incredible throughout mm. lockdown i've yeah i've found so many different walks um i went on a new one today um thanks alana for the guidance on that one <laughs> uh, but yeah i've been finding so many new places um oh it's that's been nice really, and and literally the place i went today was no more than five minutes from my front door oh it's crazy isn't it i've never not been, been the there. same little pockets on the I've never gone this way before <laughs> why well, i've lived here for how long have i lived here it's um, great nearly 
nearly 14 years I've lived here and yeah, there's still bits I've not found, which is amazing. So I think we should talk about a little bit of, we, I think we've kind of covered the benefits and, and how each one mm. can, can uh, affect your life. And a lot of that can be relatively obvious as well, but um, and, and enjoyment and boredom, how does that affect people's training, do you think, with regards to leaning towards one discipline or one component of fitness and kind of ignoring a little bit of another one? Do you think that's... Uh, yeah, I, on that? I, I, I think enjoyment is a really important one for me. Um, and I always... When we talk about... We've spoken a lot about classes, but when we talk about programmes within a gym environment, obviously... If someone came to me and said, well, I want to focus on, on the cardio side of things, we would always try and then sell them the benefits of muscular strength, yeah. muscular endurance, flexibility. If someone said, I want to improve my fitness, you're going to get all of those in there um, yeah. because obviously that's, that's what we're here to do. Um, but I think one of the key things to me, and I always ask people this when I have, they have a, pre, a program, is there anything you've actually really enjoyed and is there anything that you haven't liked? Um, yeah. Because... And I think it happens all too often in the in the fitness industry is is as an instructor will just think they need to beast somebody. Yeah. And and in my head, if someone beasted me every time, I just stop because I'd hate it. So I think exactly. you've really got to tap into that enjoyment and and people will naturally do the classes that they enjoy. Um and if we can get people to do the things that they enjoy in the gym, um people are gonna stick to it you know, for a lot longer and see more yeah, benefits. No, you're right. Make it safe first, then make it enjoyable, then make it effective. That's, Absolutely. that's the way, that's the way Ryan, I've always done it. Obviously it has to be yep. safe first. <laughs> that's kind of really important. But if, if they don't like it, they won't do it. They no, just absolutely. And it's classes are a funny one for that. Cause you'll get people, classes can be really marmite, uh, spinning, for example, you get the people that would be seen dead in a spin class. They've tried it once, hated it, wanted I to die. I hate it. I hate it. So, <laughs> yeah, of course you do. And you get the people that are like, oh my God, spinning's amazing. I know there's a lot of our listeners, especially our physical members out there of the club, who are really, really, really missing spinning right now. I, I mean, spinning wasn't something I taught very often, so I've not really, I've, because I taught, I teach so much of the the rest of the timetable. Mm. I haven't taught so much spinning. There's been times through the, my career that I've taught a lot of spin. I can't, I, it's kind of a class I dip in and out of, and it, it's not my it's not my favourite class to teach. I don't think I could answer that question. I think my favourite classes to teach. Really loving my old school aerobics, though. I will tell you that I do love <laughs> my old I do love my old school aerobics and just getting creative with those V steps and mambos. And I know I'm hoping some of my listeners out there go, yeah, yeah, we're loving that. It's brilliant, especially when we've got some cool Latin tunes in the background. Never thought I'd teach Latin aerobics, but there you go. <laughs> it's just fun. And fun is so important. Yeah. That's, that's why classes like Zumba or, do or so chair based well. aerobics. Oh, I love my chair based classes, Liam. I really, really enjoy those. I never thought I'd say that, but they've been such an enjoyable challenge and just so fun to do and much more effective than I think people. You know, thought I think a lot of people go all oh, chair-based. That's just for immobile or, or elderly people. But I've had, to, I've had loads of people have a go and gosh, it's brilliant. And some people will take part, but they'll do it standing because they prefer to. And for some people with uh, hip issues or anything like that, it's actually much easier to do it standing. But for some people, especially back issues or anything like that, perfectly mm. seated. So it's great because it means we can be even more inclusive with what we offer which is which is brilliant and we get i try and include 
all of these different components of fitness to each class. Now that's that's quite important. Some of them will lean more to other, you know, to one or, or more, like for example, fitness yoga, obviously more flexibility, but you've still got muscular strength and endurance in there. A little bit of cardio, especially if you try my fitness yoga flow from Friday night. <laughs> in the heat. I think that's really important. Um, if you enjoy, like we said about enjoyment and boredom, um, if, if you've got a class that includes everything, if there is an element that you don't like, Mm. but the large proportion of that class you do enjoy you will put up with the bit that you don't like yeah whereas yeah. if you if you don't do that you will just do the thing that you enjoy and then mm-hmm. not do the thing that you don't like um yeah. so actually i think i think things like that and i guess that's why um i know there's a there are negatives to it and techniques and things like that sometimes aren't great but um when you look at a crossfit athlete they tend to be incredibly fit because crossfit yeah. will always include all of those elements in um, cross. and yeah absolutely <laughs> um and it's it's they're so they have such a complete fitness um i think it is it is it, although i don't do it i think it is a, a good way to train <laughs> no to be honest crossfit is that that's kind of the thing that feels most intimidating for me when i do a class if i if, if i'm training for myself and i'm participating in a class i like everybody doing the same thing all at the same time. I don't like one person doing something and someone else standing with a clipboard assessing how well I'm doing. That's the fear of God in me. I, 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 that really, really intimidates me. But rocking up and doing the same thing as everyone in the room, that's, I love that. That sets my soul on fire. So group, group fitness in that environment is much, much more me. But I, so I, I kind of chicken away from, from things like CrossFit. <laughs> it's a bit too competitive <laughs> for me. I'm not very competitive. <laughs> Yeah, I am too competitive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> even at bowls. Yeah, even at bowls. <laughs> that feels like it was a while ago now. We had the staff bowls session. Yeah, that was way before all this, wasn't it? Yeah, I was way too competitive. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> so how about overtraining? Have you ever found yourself in a position where you've gone, actually, I've got to take a step back here, and any of those element maybe not flexibility overtraining i think strength and cardio wise those are probably the most common areas which people overdo it in i think personally i know if i'm overtraining because i i tend to get ill mm, that's yeah. sort of the big the big sign for me that i'm that i'm doing too much um i just think my immune system can't kind of keep with with the amount that i'm doing yeah um that's that's the biggest thing i notice um sort of illness um and, and tiredness really mm. um but obviously with overtraining it, it can be any of those things it can be you know people become injured um yeah. but for me it's certainly uh, i i get run down and, and, you I, don't and I get yeah it. i tend to just i get to the point where i don't have any you know it's like almost like a car run out of petrol I don't have I don't have any go anymore. I can't do it, and then my strength will go down. That, that's why I notice, and things just feel so much heavier. So that that's kind of what I notice for myself. But uh, and I have been in a position over the last few years where I found I've been doing too much. But the the trick for me is fuel, hence the car thing. And for me, it's carbs. Just eat them all. 
and I can do, I can, <laughs> I can do it all. But that, I know when you teach a high volume of classes or you do a high volume of classes, particularly cardio, it needs your carbs. Don't try and do lots and lots of training and do one of those low carb diets, keto or anything like that. Just don't do it to yourself. <laughs> you used the car analogy earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can't drive a car if you haven't got any fuel in it. And no. you can't. You know, you can't perform at your best if you haven't got any fuel in you. So, um, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's spot on. Um, and that actually changes in appetite is, is one of the um, kind of signs that you're overtraining as well. So yes. if you suddenly, you know, you go off the food that you're eating um, or you dread workouts as well. If you oh, dread yeah, that's a workout, probably the first clue, um, I think, for most people. Yeah, oh, I've got to do that again. I've got to do that again. And, that, and that's the, particularly from a gym viewpoint that's when people need to be speaking to us saying I need yeah. a new program. Um, Absolutely. Don't get Because that's not going to get any better until you, until you change anything. That's right. Um, it's only going to get worse. And then over time, people will then come in less. They then start to lose their results. They mm. then think, well, what's the point? And then yeah. they, you know, worst case scenario, they stop exercising. Yeah, at all. There's, so, a whole, there's a whole cycle that we try to keep people out of. <laughs> yeah. Keep them. And it's, it's, it's about being consistent with variety in there as well. So all those different components of fitness that we've covered tonight with variety around that as well, not just the same cardio or the same weight session or anything like that. There's, there's all sorts of variables you can put in and make it fun. You've got to come in and have a good time. Exercise, yeah. is, exercise is not a punishment for what you've eaten, what you've been doing or sitting at an office desk all day. It's not a punishment. It's a celebration of what your body can do for you and how brilliant you can make your life and fitness really is about how well you can do the things you need to do day to day isn't it yeah i i talking back to when i when i did my course i remember the the, the definition of fitness was the ability to meet the demands of the environment yeah. um yeah so it is it is about that it's a you know, it's, it's your well-being. It's, you know, your ability to do what you need to do on a daily basis. Exactly. Um, and it should make yeah. your life easier, not harder. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't dread it. Um, I think that pretty much ties it up in a nice little bow for tonight with that last little quote, uh, quote Liam. <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. It's good fun tonight. Yeah, I like, see, it was good to talk shop, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we haven't done it. <laughs> we haven't done it for a while. <laughs> no. Soon, soon all comes back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, thanks all for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and look out for, for the next one. And uh, stay safe, stay well, and hopefully we'll see you in the gym soon as well. It seems, yeah, it's getting closer. We're it getting is. more normality, and certainly most of Europe are now getting back to normal. So hopefully we are we're getting not, there. not too far behind. <laughs> cool. So thanks for joining me on this one. Oh, thank you for joining me. It's been great. Good tips in there. <laughs> and we'll see you all on the next one. We'll see you soon. Thanks very much, everybody. Thanks, guys.